0: Welcome to the Bombshell Business Podcast, where driven women in business learn how to become more bold, brave, and unwaveringly confident. Feel empowered and challenged through inspiring stories and tell it like it is advice for business, life, and leadership. Welcome back to the Bombshell Business Podcast. I am your host, Amber Hurdle, and I am ever grateful that you have chosen to take this time to spend with me. And for those of you who are loyal listeners, thanks for being patient with my little pause in recording. That is the uh, one of the challenges of having a business of consulting and speaking and traveling and that sort of thing, and then also trying to share this free value and, and paying forward. Oh, so many of the lessons that I've learned throughout my career, I was just joking with our guest that it would be nice to just be an online entrepreneur in theory and strictly focus on these things. But then I wouldn't be edified. And I really like digging in and solving problems and being there for my clients. So and if you are a new listener, welcome to the show. We are wrapping up this particular podcast and we are going to be moving to uh, the Velvet Machete Branding podcast coming soon. So you can get in on that by going to amberhurdle.com forward slash podcasts with an S and you'll see um, the right podcast to listen to either Velvet Machete Branding or the Bombshell Businesswoman. Um, I want to give a shout out to Ben. Um, I'll admit I was a little bit anxious because the last episode that I did was about mental health. And I just talked about my own journey with anxiety and depression and, and just the steps that I've taken over the years to pretty much manage that very effectively. But that was just like such a wonk wonk to to hit pause on and then be gone for a few weeks. So I was a little a little anxious about that. And then I got this note on Facebook. And Ben says, I listened to your mental health episode and it was incredible. It was the right words at the right time to not only help remind me of self-care, et cetera, but good reminders for me to be able to help those around me. I'm thankful for you and your vulnerability and inspiration, wishing you many blessings in your business, family and life. First of all, Ben, thank you again for that wonderful message. And I know that if that wasn't, the new listener, by the way. He's never listened to the podcast before and it he plugged in his Apple CarPlay and it happened to be the most recent episode and so that's the one he listened to. So if I wouldn't have stepped away from recording, then that wouldn't have been at the top of Ben's playlist. So, you know, sometimes things happen for a reason. We are going to have an awesome episode today. I, I know you're going to love Carrie Murphy as much as I did. It was such a pleasure getting to interview her her and her light and her energy is going to spark a fire in you. I assure you, we're going to talk about video and the importance of video and business and get into some of those details and then also talk a little bit about Carrie and who she is and her story, because I do think it's important for us all to be real about, yes, we're doing all these great things now, but it's a journey. And I think that's encouraging for those of us who are maybe doing what we want to do and and but still sometimes things are hard it's it's encouraging to to kind of track or pace with some someone else i always say i like to run with stallions i want to run with stallions and to just know that your struggles are other people's struggles and then for those of you who aren't where you want to be yet then this is inspiration for you as well so we're we're going to talk hard and fast is what you need to do for video and we're also going to talk real life (laughs) so buckle up here we go bombshell Okay, so let's dive into today's episode. I am thrilled to bring you someone that I think is going to help you immensely, but also if I'm being selfish, I think she's going to help me as well. And I'll tell you why once we start talking to this fabulous bombshell. Carrie Murphy is the CEO and founder of Inspired Living, where she and her team help entrepreneurs become go-to experts in their field and build influential brands through on-camera training, Business strategy, media, and marketing planning. As an international speaker, media expert, and business mentor, Carrie is committed to helping others to create and thrive at a business they love and teaches them how to authentically connect and convert their ideal clients using video in particular. Since founding Inspired Living in 2011, Carrie has worked with hundreds of entrepreneurs and visionaries, helping them become industry influencers choosing the types of videos to use and how to leverage their message on camera so they can make a big income and an even bigger difference. Carrie, welcome to the Bombshell Business Podcast.
1: Thanks for having me, Amber. Really happy to be here.
0: Well, I was super excited when we found you because I love your energy, first of all. I love your passion to serve. And selfishly, you know, I've I have a lot of spinning plates like most female entrepreneurs (laughs) (laughs) and I have slacked on video completely slacked. And so my commitment in the upcoming month was to do a video a day, even if it was just a ridiculous, you know, Snapchat video or something, but to do it every single day. So I'm really excited about talking about this. So I, I guess my first question for you is why is video such a big focus for you and your team?
1: Mm. Well, first of all, I want to say congratulations on on putting yourself through that 30 day challenge. I'm here (laughs) to support you. You can do it. Thank you. And and like anything, Amber, the more we do anything in life, you know, whether it's play an instrument or garden or whatever it is, run a business, the better we get at it. And for me, our focus with Inspired Living has really stepped into video because of my background of, you know, started on camera when I was 11 and just really realizing this amazing opportunity we have as visionaries and leaders to share our message. We don't have to audition. We don't have to pay to play like we used to, Right. even though it is important to do that. But, <laughs> uh, you know, it's video is, is the number one marketing tool out there. It's multi-sensory. People get a chance to really feel like they know you, you build tribe, you create movements and you create inspired action when you do it correctly. Now there's a lot of poor video content out there too. And that's why I I really am so passionate about helping people use it in a way that is authentic. It connects and it converts because what's the point if you run a business and putting all this right. effort into something that isn't giving you an ROI.
0: And I think that happens a lot with content marketing when you're not a, a educated marketer and you start a business and maybe you're really great at cutting hair and then you opened up a salon and now you have a team, but you never really studied marketing in school. And so you're like, well, I have to do this. Facebook. I have to do whatever. And you kind of just start doing it to do it without that conversion goal. So I hope we get to dig into that a little bit. That being said, these people who have <laughs> th- have not been on camera since 11, like you, carry, <laughs> <laughs> it's a little intimidating. So it is. how do they become not only confident on camera, but how do they portray their real self and not like that awkward deer in headlight? I'm on camera and I don't know what to do with my hands kind of thing.
1: Right. And, and that is so many people. And I think it's some great advice is just go take an improv class, which sounds you know kind of funny, but improv is a type of class that actors take to get out of their head. It allows you to be goofy and funny because what happens is the minute we press record, you know, our our ego kicks in to protect us. We go into fight or flight. We forget our first name. We forget anything that we're talking about. And if you feel that way, just imagine what the person who is watching is feeling. And and I think too, Amber, when it comes to video, people spend so much time worried about themselves instead of being 100% committed to the person watching. Yeah. And when you make that mindset shift, when you really decide I'm showing up in full service, I know my one point or two points I wanna make and I'm gonna talk into someone's heart, their life, their possibility, the fear that you feel when you press record really starts to dissipate because you're, you know, you're talking to another person instead of just talking into the vortex of what you feel as millions of people watching and judging you at any moment.
0: Right. For sure. And you know, one thing that I usually do too is, especially when it comes to the bombshell audience, specifically, I talk to Ann, you know, Ann is, oh, good. is yeah. in a bombshell and I wrote my book to Ann and my social media is for Ann and it's incredible. And I talk about this frequently that so many different types of women wrote to me after I released my book and said, it's like you wrote that book.
1: And that is the biggest compliment when you can read something or share something and someone feels like you're talking to them. There's no better compliment than that. So congratulations there, and that's the same thing you want people to feel with your video. That you know you're not saying, "Hey, everyone, welcome to the show today." <laughs> you know, and it's all about me. Everyone and like say, why? Who else is here, right? Yes. Hello, everyone. You know, it's like thank you, thank you so much for showing up. You know, I'm. I know you're at a place where you want to use video, and you're probably really scared. You know, you have this really empowering message and this this vision of great impact for your brand and your business, but the thought of showing up the thought of judgment, the thought of what to say truly paralyzes you. So in this video, I'm going to share with you, see what I'm saying? Like Mm -hmm. it all starts with the one person and the biggest challenge they're coming up to you with.
0: Yes. Oh, I love that. And, and really it is you're in business to solve people's problems in exchange for money. And so if you're focused on that person's problem, you're not necessarily asking for money, but you're building that trust that you're capable and competent Of solving their problems and if you solve enough of those at no charge and they get to know your personality guess what they're going to come to you unsolicited and yeah they
1: will they will crawl out of the woodwork
0: yes yes Yes. (laughs) absolutely so let's talk about branding and media and where this fits into the mix of everything
1: Mm, i think when you're looking at your brand you know, again, you asked, how do people kind of get over that fear and really show up confidently? I think that comes from knowing really who you are. You know, I think when you get to my age and my 40s, I've gone through so much, I've overcome such adversity and I'm really confident with who I am and what I deliver. And I feel like when you're in that place where even if you're brand new starting out, but you know you are really good at this thing, you know, you're really great at this service or you've created this amazing widget, And and when you put those two things together, the confidence and knowing who you are and really embracing all of our faults, we're all imperfect humans. And that's what makes us relatable. We were just talking about before we recorded that, (laughs) you know, your background, even though it feels like it was a lifetime ago. It is what makes you so relatable to your audience. And that's really important when it comes to video and your brand. Like your brand is your story and how you make people feel. So video is at the forefront of everything. 8 out of 10 views online or video. People are 67% more likely to buy a product or service after watching a video. Often pages converted over 80%. I mean, the statistics are staggering, Amber. So when we're working with a business owner on their marketing and their content strategy, we're really looking at where are you using video consistently? And that's where for you, I'm going to do a video every day. I don't think you you have to, even though I'm going to say, go for it, do it every day. Because again, it's just flexing the muscle and getting you more confident and comfortable. And that's... Really is the key to anything we do when we're building a business or just want to share a message. It's people are so inundated with content. There are so many people online, which is a beautiful thing because we have such opportunity, but it's also very noisy. Very noisy. So we're really looking at super niching down. Like, what do you specialize in? What is that one thing you're going to get known for? And stop, please, please, Lord stop trying to be all things to all people Amen. because <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it'll just be a killer and no one knows what you stand for, right. you know? So, so that was a long winded answer to your question. But when we work with our clients and we're looking at a brand and we're looking at marketing, we're looking at what is the consistent messages and messaging that we're putting out over time. So people are coming out and are following and are excited to hear what you have to say.
0: Absolutely. And then you're the go-to and other people will start sharing your content as the go to. Right. And that's, I think, you know, it, to cut through the noise, sometimes you need somebody else who's maybe has a little more following or is a little more influential to share their audience with you. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's not the end all be all, but when you are consistent and people know what to call you out for, you know, that's one of the benefits. So your team, the statistics, Carrie, that you shared, I will definitely put those in the show notes because it's <laughs> really hard to argue with with that kind of stuff. So if somebody was just getting started in doing videos, where would you suggest that they begin? Like what platform, Facebook, YouTube, wh- where would you want to see them really invest their first efforts?
1: Such a good question, Amber. I would say just from SEO purposes, you want to have a YouTube channel because of course Google owns YouTube and the number one search term is how to. So when you're looking at your video content, you want to think strategically about your titles, about the words that you use, about the people or the person that you're attracting. And that's a, that's a whole nother, you know, interview and course just on optimization. But you know, YouTube is just a no brainer because SEO and there's 4 billion people on YouTube every day. I mean, hello, there's 4 billion views on YouTube every day, not 4 billion people. So if you think about that, you need to show up there if you're going to have a consistent presence. And then the, the other platforms, I would say it depends on who your ideal client is. You know, depending on who you're trying to reach, Instagram is incredible. It's probably the fastest, most happening place to be right now. But come on, that could change in 30 days. So, you know, Facebook still works really well depending on your demographic. And they're going to come out Pinterest.
0: as pretty heavy yeah. hitters, right? Don't Doesn't Facebook yes. have some significant plans for video in, they in the do. future?
1: Yes, they do. And someone was telling me the other day, well, Facebook wants to be YouTube's competitor when it comes to original video content. So I want you to think about that right there, that you don't want to upload your videos from YouTube. Not, not Don't use the link and put it on Facebook, like embed it organically into Facebook, it'll get much more traffic. But if you do any research, you'll see that a video post compared to a photo or a, just a written blog post gets incredibly more traffic. You know, you're looking at at least 80% more traffic per, per post. So Facebook is really, you know, stepping up their video game and I don't think it's going to change anytime soon. I think we're going to see more and more uh, platforms come out and up for, you know, creative video content. And that's where, you know, when you're starting out and you're like, I don't know what to share again, go back to what is the greatest pain my ideal client is having and what is the greatest possibility for them once they get the result. And then you just start thinking, what are questions that you're asked all the time from your clients or from people that you serve or when you're out speaking. And before you know it, you will literally have a list of fifty speaking topics, you know? And, Amber, I wanna I also want to highlight here that you know so much more than the average person. And yet we on we often don't give our, give ourselves the, the credit for that. Yeah. Like, uh, you know,
0: and I still do it. I say that. I teach do. that. And I still yeah. I still do it to myself. <laughs>
1: I hear your sister. And I think that we, well, sometimes we over-deliver. Like we're trying to teach 50 things in a three-minute video. Yeah. Your video should be three to five minutes. They should be fun and jam-packed with content. But again, you could share one or two things and blow people's mind instead of trying to share all things, right? So right. what you think is one topic, you could probably you know, drill down and make a five-topic. Video.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. And and then maybe even break it up into a series of today we're gonna talk about yes. this, but look for the next video. I hope you watched the first video. If not, go back and watch that and We do that sometimes with the podcast or with blogs, but I promise, Carrie, I promise I will do a video, (laughs) too. I will. I (laughs) can't wait to see it. For me, that 30-day commitment, too, and there's a little sidebar. It's not necessarily that I'm uncomfortable on camera because, I mean, I've been on TV shows and everything else, but um, it's, it's my bad excuse that I tell Bombshells not to use and that is, oh, I don't have time. I don't have time and I don't have time to do this and it takes this. And it's like, you know what, with anything else, I have time, I'm prioritizing other things, I have time And the more I practice doing this, the less time it's going to take me. So get on the horse.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That is right. I remember when I was working before I worked on the golf channel, there was a local tea time website that I would go into this little room, Amber. It was like a, it's like the size of a little walk-in closet. And it had a green screen, the director and the editor in the room. And once a week for eight hours, I would go into this room and we would shoot videos. And what took me eight hours to do when I first started with a prompter took me two hours to do, you know, after a couple months or, you know, whatever. So, you know, it's just really is about getting proficient and getting comfortable. And the more fun you have with it, the more people, the more fun people have watching you, you know? And so I also really recommend batching videos. There's no way I do Instagram stories and things like that, which is great. But if I'm doing like content videos I have to batch them. I mean, we're so busy, right? We're, we're moms, we're business owners, we're philanthropists, we're doing all of these things. And so I hire my crew, they come in one day a month, I get hair and makeup ready, I change my outfit and I shoot five videos and I'm done for the month. So, you know, f- for those of you that are like, I don't have the time to do this every day, you absolutely can take out a day a month, think about four to five topics you wanna cover for your audience and shoot them and be done. Hand them off to hopefully a team member or an editor. And, you know, you're well on your way.
0: Yeah. And for those who are like, oh, I don't have an editor. There are interns. There is Fiverr. There is Upwork. There are places that you can find people that can do this for you. Find your high school student, kid, totally. friend, yes, say all yeah. the things. Yes. Everywhere. I mean, like, it's hysterical because... I do these things professionally. And then my son comes home. He's like, yeah, we had to make a podcast today. I'm like, what? <laughs> like for school, you Yeah, know, they have to do videos and stuff. So there's always a solution. Get out of the box and be creative about that. So what types of videos should we be using for business? Mm-hmm.
1: I teach. There are five types, which people are like, I didn't know there were five types of videos. So We really look at the different types of communication that you wanna have with your core audience. If you have a website, which I believe everyone needs to have, the goal of social media is to get people off social media and to your website. Your
0: website, amen.
1: Yes, yes, off social. So everything that we're doing is driving them to your home online. And we spend all this time building these virtual homes, these websites, but they don't convert. People don't come. The average bounce rate is less than eight seconds on a site. So a video, when you first come to someone's site, is going to convert so much higher. I think Inc said about 73% higher if you have a video on the homepage. So we have a two-day training where people come out and film that video. We call it a positioning video. It is 90 seconds or so, believe it or not, that's all you have. And you're telling them within that that timeframe why they're there, why you, what you do, how you do it, and the next step it's engaging. It's fun. It positions you in authority as an authority and it gets them to the next step that I shouldn't have to scroll down for. It's right on the top of your website and it answers my question. Is this the right person for me? Am I in the right place? that's your positioning video. The videos that drive any brand, as we see with good old reality TV is the personality videos, the videos that are behind the scenes, glimpses of your life. And those videos for me are like out with my daughter. I used to, when, when she was a little bit younger, I would do all these walk and talk videos with a stroller, just a stroller and her and I, and, and the engagement on those was 10, 10, fold what Mm -hmm. I would do like in a production studio, right? People want to know you, they want to know your life. And people often ask me, Carrie, how much do I have to share? And I say that really is up to you. There is a difference between authenticity and transparency. Authenticity is the way in which you deliver content. Transparency is how much you deliver. And it just really depends on your business. But it's those personality videos that drive the brand where it's like, oh, I'm making breakfast. It was a hot mess. Everything fell everywhere, right? And now (laughs) I have to jump into work. Like people want to see the imperfection because that is what is relatable right? We don't relate to perfect. There is no such thing. So like no one try to be cause it's not possible. So, um, positioning personality, product videos, product videos are what I consider to be that weekly blog post or that, that, you know, two times a week you're putting out Facebook live. They are content driven. They are building trust. They are showing authority. And usually because they're so great, they are leading to a sale, but it's not a sales video. So, product videos can also be leveraged knowledge like an online course or something that you're selling. Those are amazing and can easily add six figures to a business when they're done right. And then we do need promotional videos. I have so many of my clients like, Carrie, I run Facebook Lives and I do all this great stuff. I'm like, yeah, but do you ever ask someone for the sale? (laughs) And they're like, no. Oh,
0: wait a second. Yeah. And they they just
1: know. Oh, yeah. One of my clients, she ran a Facebook group, but it was about 400 people. She was in there every single week, Amber. And then once I taught her this format and to just have the call to action, she closed $40,000 in a month. And it was just like, (laughs) because, because they were just waiting, right? They were just like, okay, you know? Tell me to do
0: something. And I want to Um, break this down just a little bit further because somebody brought this to my attention a few years ago. And I was like, wow, because I'm Gen X, you're Gen X. So we, we grew up where we had almond telephones that were attached to the wall (laughs) in the kitchen and you had like go around the corner to have a private conversation. There was no cell phone stuff going on. We certainly didn't have internet. And then we came into this world where we came from analog and now we're digital. We were not digital neighbors. We were not born with an iPhone or an iPad in our hand to entertain us. So I think it's harder for people like us. And I know I have a lot of Gen X in my audience. And and so I just want to say, first of all, it's cool. Like we've got the power of analog (laughs) and digital. But understand that nowadays people, what happens when you get on the internet? Scroll, click here advance page, submit, you are told exactly what to do every step of the way. And so when you're marketing now, Mm -hmm. you have to tell people exactly what to do every step of the way. That's how we're wired now. We're all glued to our phones and to our laptops and desktops. And we just are waiting for the next command. So keep that in the back of your mind, those of you who are maybe baby boomers or Gen X and we're like, well, shouldn't you just know? No, that's not how it works anymore.
1: That's such a great point, Amber. Yes, you really have to tell people what to do next. And because too, they might be so ready you know, to work with you and then they get distracted and there's another, you know, video rabbit hole of, of things to go right. through. <laughs> so, so.
0: Dry bar comedy, man. That's that's my, my that's, that's mine right on Facebook. So that's okay, we have positioning video, personality videos, product videos, promotional videos, and what's that fifth one?
1: The last one is proof. Mm. Social proof videos are huge. If you can have other people talking about the results that you give them and how you've made an impact on their life, oh my goodness, Amber, you're going to see such an upswing and traction because it's one thing for you to say what you do. It's another thing when other people talk about it. And written testimonials are still fine. I use a combination of both. But to get that energy and that, again, that multi-sensory from a client talking about their experience with you, it's really awesome. And so I highly recommend whenever you can get a happy client to jump on video. You can even lead a, like a Zoom interview and, be, and just edit it out. It, it can be super simple. And those videos are really um, juicy when it comes to building a business.
0: Awesome, awesome advice. Uh, that's another thing I've gotten better about. When I'm videoing my uh, speaking engagements, we do try to grab a couple people afterwards and get some testimonials. So, see, Carrie, I'm, maybe I'm to job, a job. A C minus. Maybe I'm not <laughs> failing.
1: Not <laughs> C-. even <laughs> close. Not even
0: close. <laughs> So, you know, one question that I get a lot, maybe not a lot, maybe from the younger group, what does it take to become a celebrity expert? It seems like everybody wants to be a celebrity now and they have the potential, like every single person with an internet connection and a cell phone has the potential. I mean, like PewDiePie, what the heck? Like, what the heck? I'm just, it's very amusing. He's part, he's
1: part of my, uh my talk that I do. (laughs) Really?
0: See, it is, it's, I have to say it's super amusing in today's society to be a podcaster and author and have a YouTube channel and do all the social media stuff. And then also have a teenage son because you see it from a different perspective and you're like, wow, you're making how much money doing what? So clue us in on that. What do we need to do?
1: I just have to say really quickly, I was recently with my two nieces who are 13 and 11. And I was like, so Avery, what are you doing? And she's like, I'm editing my videos. And then, you know, Ayla, I'm like, she's constantly, you know, shooting video. And and I'm like, why do you want to do that? She's like, because I want to be famous. I'm like, of course you do. And I said, don't do anything for fame. And I would tell that to anyone listening. Yeah. You know, you never, you never want to do anything for 15 minutes. And I, it costs a lot more than you think. But I think that the way you really become what I call an influencer and a celebrity is by a couple things. First of all, like we were talking about Amber, really being consistent with your messaging. But I think where the dial really starts to turn is when you take a stand for something where you're not afraid to be a little disruptive where, Mm -hmm. and this, this, we're not even talking politics here. This is just about taking a stand for, it could even be, you know, a, a clean water effort or whatever it may be. And, and really using your business and your voice to advocate or share or create a movement that is usually where, especially in business, celebrity is derived from. It is not being vanilla. It is being fun, being whatever you, you really are, being authentic, being innovative. You know, we look at someone like Gary V, right? Who is a complete disruptor and people love them or hate them. And that is fantastic. You know, and I always go back to the Dr. Seuss quote, it's none of your business what other people think about you. And that is where a celebrity is made. You know, when you look at people like Pink, and um, I just had my brilliant event where I showed videos of Oprah and JLo and all these, you know, massive stars that were told so many times, they didn't have a face for TV or that, you know, they shouldn't be doing anything but dancing, just stick to that, you know, and what if what if everyone listened to the criticism? I think you have to be willing to put on a suit of armor because you're so committed to your end result, whatever that is, that you are willing to be bold in your brand and in your message. That is where celebrity is made.
0: Yes. And of course, that is the entire definition of how I redefine the word bombshell. It is not about being strikingly beautiful. It is about being bold brave and unwaveringly confident in who you are. And when you show up like that, you turn heads. Yes. That's what a bombshell is. And so it looks like we're tracking on. Multiple I like it, here, Carrie. <laughs> I like it a lot. So this just didn't all happen. You didn't just suddenly become an expert. And so I, I would like <laughs> to kind of dig into your story a little bit. And we talked a little bit before, you know, pre-show. What's the most profound lesson you've learned as an entrepreneur?
1: I would say there's probably two. One is to seek mentors, to invest in yourself, nothing has gotten me to this place quicker than realizing the power of team and, and investing either in my mindset or my business. You know, I, I often say what gets us one place won't get us to the next. And as someone who has a big vision for her life and her brand, I know, you know, Carrie Murphy 3.0, is not going to be the Carrie Murphy that gets us to, you know, an eight figure or whatever business. And it's not even about the money to me. It's all about the impact that we're making. So, so that's one thing. It's like, how am I constantly developing myself to step into the next version that I see for my business and brand? Yeah. And, um, and not being afraid to invest. I see so many people that are like, I can't afford a team. I can't afford someone to edit my video. I can't afford to invest in a mastermind group or whatever it might be. And I'm telling you every single time I have made the decision to invest in myself wisely, it has come back tenfold. And sometimes Amber, it's just the energy of that, right? Yeah. It's just the energy of releasing money that allows you to bring in more. You know, it really is that, that, reciprocity and that energetic connection. So I have to say for me, that has been one. And the second, this sounds so like women focused, but I know men have this too. It is to trust your intuition, Mm -hmm. to trust, trust, trust trust, that when you have that guttural feeling that something's not right, or it's not the right timing, or it's not the right team member, follow it. There have been so many times earlier on, Inspired Living is actually my third business. I started my first business at 22 that I ignored it because i was f- afraid or i didn't trust myself and every single day in time i'm telling you it has come back and and bit me. So i would say those two things from this view right now have been the most instrumental.
0: That's awesome. Wonderful advice. You know, i immediately when you said trust your intuition pretty darn good about that now, you know, you and i again we're kind of laughing before. And I do want to dig into this side of your life too. Just when you go through enough stuff, you kind of just like, <laughs> <laughs> you don't really care what other people think anymore. Right. <laughs> You're like, uh, you know, you haven't walked my path. So step off. Um, yes. And And I think people respect that. And the people who don't, you don't want in your life anyway. So, but when you were saying the, you know, trust your gut, just yesterday, I was having a conversation with my business coach and I just told her, I was like, I canceled this and I rescheduled that and I did this and it feels amazing. I'm so, I feel like I've lost 30 pounds because (laughs) I don't have that on me anymore. And, you know, it's these little things, that little voice is saying like, oh, you should, you know, and I always say, stop shooting on yourself. And of course I still do it to me. And so yesterday I was like, no, we're not, mm-mm, we're not doing any of these things. Nobody's yeah. expecting me to, I haven't, I'm not letting anybody down. I'm just choosing to not prioritize that the end moving on. And, and that's uh,
1: so important that you actually take control, you know, for me too. self-care ugh. is something that I don't mess around with. Like I, I am either. taking tomorrow off, I'm getting a yeah. massage, I'm getting a pedicure. I'm like, I need, and I, I will start to feel the disalignment right with with okay i'm i'm putting so much into work and i'm really suffering on the other end and we have to realize as leaders in any capacity which we all are how we feed ourselves in every in every way is indicative to everything we yeah. manifest what we create and yeah. so i just i love it like i'm not doing this i'm not doing this if it doesn't feel good like if you can't get excited about something then really check in with yourself because sometimes sometimes fear Is resistance, right? right? And we have to say, okay, am I just scared? Right? Am I just like, or is it really out of alignment? And is it, you know, not going to add value?
0: Is there an ROI of any capacity? Money, energy, relationship? Is there an ROI on this? If there is not an ROI on it, then like, let it go.
1: Oh, my gosh. I literally was just going to break into song. I won't, but I will <laughs> Let it go.
0: So let's talk about some of that, if you don't mind digging a little bit into your personal life. So I know you've had a, a past kind of like major <laughs> snafu, as I have. Um and, and then also you've been a single mom, which I have also experienced. So can you just walk us through like, you know, in. A couple minutes, the past ten years of your life.
1: <laughs> sure, Amber. No, pressure, No, problem. Carrie, no, no pressure. problem. Well, you know, ten years ago, I was in a very different place. It's it's almost so hard to to go back and go. Gosh, that was ten years ago. I um, owned a talent agency in Portland. It was one of the premier top agencies. We repped over five hundred talent. I really thought it was my forever. And the recession hit, and I was forced to close it, file bankruptcy, and was like, "Well, crap that that wasn't part of <laughs> my Plan. And, you know, I had been hosting on and off for, I mean, again, since I was a teenager, but really in my 20s and 30s, and thought, well, you know what? I'm going to move out to LA. I happened to sign with a top agent out here and did that circus, like doing the auditions. And being an entrepreneur, I have to tell you that was so painful because I'm waiting for someone to give me a job and I have not had to get a job in over 10 years. Cause at that point, this was my second business. But here was the good thing about that. I was booking on E and TV guide and doing red carpet. So it fueled the confidence, right. in what I knew I was good at, I was, and I feel like sometimes we need that. We yeah. just need a little assurance that we're on the right track, but so, so many opportunities came up. I had the privilege of being a personal development trainer for a year and traveled the world and taught NLP of all things and quantum physics. But what I taught in Hong Kong, which is what really shaped Inspired Living, was the seven-day platform and presentation course. It was in Hong Kong. It was their second language. But I saw the light bulbs and I saw incredible transformation. Now, no one in the US is going to take a seven-day training, but I took I took pieces of that training and implemented, implemented it into my own speaking and on-camera experience. And it really shifted the dial for me. This, this format, this way we scientifically think and the way people connect to emotions and words. It was fascinating. And people started asking me if I coached when I was doing these trainings. And of course, I'm like, of
0: course I do. Sure. Um, perfect
1: entrepreneurial response. Of course I do. So I'm starting to do kind of more life coaching, but I will never forget the day it all changed. I was up for a job for a resort and it was $10,000. And I remember at the time thinking, Oh my God, that's so much money. So I I put my swimsuit on bikini, no less. And I, I run out to the casting office and I walk in Amber and I kid you not, there's probably 300 supermodels in the room. Right. And I'm I'm in my thirties, you know, I, and again, I don't think I was hit with the ugly stick, but let's just face it. I'm not five, nine and a size zero, you know? So I walk into the room and I'm deflated. And then I'm waiting for three hours to take off my cover-up, do my two minute shtick and walk out. And I started sobbing. I'm like, I can't do this. I, I can't, my time, my, my life, like I've been running businesses for 10 years. And here I am in this room trying to get someone to say I'm good enough to do this thing. And I remember Kevin Sorbo was a Facebook friend. He's a really big golfer and I hosted a show on the golf channel and I just reached out to him and I said, Hey, Kevin, I want to launch this new show called inspired living. I think you have a great story. Would you be up for me interviewing you? And he said, yes. And I want to just pause for just a second, because I think there's so many opportunities that we say no to before we even ask the question, Yes. you know, and that was the beginning of inspired living. And then I have to tell you that inspired living launched in 2011 and it has completely changed since its inception. But the the video focus has just become, it's, it's so cumulative, is that the right word, of everything I've ever done from, you know, starting out on camera as 11, owning a talent agency, being on TV, running businesses. It's such an incredible combination of understanding this platform and understanding business. And I don't know many people out there that have that background, but I lost everything when I came out here 10 years ago. I moved seven times in three years. I you know, was still calling mom for gas money. I mean, it was, Mm -hmm. it was so humbling. And I look now at my life, you know, Lauren was the biggest surprise and the greatest blessing, but I wasn't planning on being a single mom living by myself, all my family's in Oregon, no resources, no support building this business. And, you know, by God's divine hand, I am where I am. And so you know, we all go through those valleys. And I think it's so important that we stay connected to what fills us up, what fills our soul. And I tell you, anytime I'm speaking or I'm working with a client, I see their transformation and I see what's possible for them. It makes everything so worthwhile. And I, I really have to sometimes stay connected to that because it's easy to get disenchanted when, you know, you're working behind your desk all day and you're not doing those things that fill you up you know? And, and so I really work with my clients on that 80, 20 rule, like make sure you're plugged in because if you're not, that's why it's inspired living. If you're not inspired and excited about what you're doing, it's very difficult. Number one, to do it. <laughs> number two, to grow it. And number three, to make any difference.
0: So, so true. And, and sometimes, you know, that, administrative work or whatever it is that we don't love doing it's that is that is the the tax you pay to get to do what it is that you love but I want to pull out one one tidbit from your extraordinary story and that is that you did what you had to do and by just being okay with that and Mm -hmm. not being too proud you found another nugget towards your future. And I I feel like in life, sometimes you go down a side road that maybe you didn't intend on taking. It wasn't on your plan, you know, your master plan. I'm controlling Mm -hmm. my life. Maybe it's something that it was not optimal or ideal, but it's an experience you had to have in order to get to your next best self. And Hearing you say I went to Hong Kong and I taught this and the light bulbs and that's when I knew... Mm-hmm. If you wouldn't have had that experience, who knows if it's inspired living would be a thing right now? You're
1: absolutely right. You're absolutely right. And I, gosh, I just want to say amen to everything that you just said because you have to be willing to put your ego aside. You know, I mean, gosh, if you saw some of the places I lived in those three years, and, you know, I come from owning homes in Oregon and having this really beautiful life to literally trying to figure out how I'm going to feed myself and put gas in my car. And I'm like, this is not my plan. And this is not it. But I think being open and saying yes and just trying things and then trusting there's I even posted today like so much of my life has been on trusting myself the plan whether and and the circumstance that I'm in at that moment and not being afraid to do things that are unfamiliar I think that's a huge part of it too
0: yeah. Oh, for sure. Just, you know, just trust the process, trust the universe, God, whatever makes you feel comfortable saying out loud. But I think that faith, whether you are a spiritual person or not, like faith is a is a key factor in life. But I jokingly say all the time that being an entrepreneur is the number one personal development program in the world, and no doubt. So, <laughs> um, if if you're lacking in faith, this might not be the gig for you. I'm Warning! Say that. Warning! Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> so, so you had you had some tough times. Let's move towards the end of this interview on a happier note. You had to start completely over in your 30s, so. Tell us a little bit about how you grew quickly while being a single mom after recovering from the financial stress. Oh,
1: I think I am I have the, you know, uh, entrepreneur DNA where I'm a, I am a risk taker, I'm a quick start, I'm a manifester, so and I'm full of ideas. And I get people excited fortunately. So, I am um, <laughs> I, I I get team, you know, I get people that are excited about the vision for me in the beginning speaking I wasn't even using video in the beginning. And I would go and speak at these little lunch and learns. I mean, things I wouldn't do today that were instrumental in growing in the beginning. You know, we have all this, all these digital platforms, all these people who want to launch programs and make, you know, a million dollars. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, just go out and speak to a group of people and get a client, you know? And so, I feel like for me, that was. I just put my feet on the floor and I started talking to people. I reached out to people. I started speaking. We did six figures the first year simply because. I was aggressive and I, and I was excited and I wanted to share what I was doing and people got on board and, you know, and since then it has grown so much and I've grown so much and will continue, you know, knock on wood that, that continues to transpire and happen, but you can't sit at home behind your computer and just wait for the internet gods to grant you, (laughs) you know, access to cash and, and access to growth. I still really believe that it is as much an offline venture as it is an online venture.
0: Yeah, because even the best internet marketers are at every single conference because mm-hmm. they know they have to have that belly to belly and they want it too. I mean, because they, yes. are, they are servants, otherwise they would not be as successful as they are. And they want to serve human beings and, and getting to be in the same room as the people that they serve is is pretty darn important. Yeah. And, you know, even Gary Vee would say that, and he's kind of the, the internet guru of our age. So... Well, Carrie, I always like to ask this final question. First of all, thank you so much for sharing your wisdom, the tidbits and being vulnerable and sharing the cold, hard truth. (laughs) (laughs) What is some final advice, like some parting wisdom that you can leave with the bombshell listening right now?
1: I would say that you are good enough exactly where you are. I think that so many of us say, you know what, I'll be ready when, mm-hmm. or I'm going to do this when, or I'll start video when I lose 10 pounds or my website is better or whatever excuse we come up that keeps us from taking that next step. And I would just tell you wherever you are right now is exactly where you need to be. It is perfect as you know, in all its imperfection and just, just start the road to success only shows up when you're moving on it. Ooh. and so move move like do something that scares you a little bit hire a team member start doing videos for you know for 30 days do something that that gets you a little a little shaken you know a little uncomfortable and take constant forward movement whatever that even if it's a tiny mini step and stop waiting for everything to line up perfectly in order for you to start
0: i love it uh, it's been such a pleasure chatting with you Carrie your energy is through the roof and <laughs> your heart for other people is is just extraordinarily evident so thank you so much thank for you so show. much Amber thank you for having me I've loved it I've had a lot of fun awesome. Well, Bombshell, I hope that you enjoyed another episode. As always, we just cherish the fact that you choose to spend your time here on the show and you can get all of the amazing notes and all the different ways that you could get with Carrie and learn more about Inspired Living in the show notes, which you can find at amberhurdle.com forward slash podcasts with an S. And then you could just select the Bombshell Business Podcast. You can learn more about our upcoming Velvet Machete branding podcast at that same link and then of course you can always download the bombshell business app on itunes and google play and we will catch you on the next episode thanks for listening to the bombshell business podcast visit AmberHurdle.com for more resources like show notes and check out the bombshellbusinesswoman.com to grab my book and download the free bonuses